Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Moonshot Entrepreneur. I hope you're doing great. Now, how are things going at your end, my friend? Are you trying to juggle all the things like helping your kid with homework and chores and working and at the same time being an entrepreneur, trying to build up your business um, just while your dog peed in the kitchen? Um, if that's you, um, let me just tell you, sometimes life gets the best of you, so don't worry about it. Today, we are going to look at the Proverbs 31 woman, the Proverbs chapter 31 woman. For those of you who haven't heard of her, um, there is this specific chapter within the Bible speaking about the ideal woman. And so this is going to help us to look at certain specific things around entrepreneurship, around life, and how someone who is really busy can manage life and just do their best. So let's dig deep and find out what the Bible has to say about the businesswoman and how these things will apply to mom entrepreneurs of today. I'm sure that you'll be quite surprised to find out the entrepreneur tips and life hacks I'm about to share with you today. Hey friends, welcome to Moonshot Entrepreneur. This is the place where we partner with God to build His custom design calling for our life. In this podcast, you'll get laser focused on aligning your life with God and you will learn the strategies to implement true change. Along with that, you will also learn to create the time and income for the amazing dreams God has for you. Sounds like a moonshot? Well, set your expectations high, because when we dare to partner with God, anything is possible. I promise you that we're going to have a ton of fun on this journey together. So grab your notebook and pen and pursue with me your God-led life transformation. Let's go. All right, my friends, let me just start by giving you um, some background of Proverbs um, in general. As you know, Proverbs is a book within the Bible. And as a whole, the Proverbs have much to say about wisdom, diligent work ethic, um, wise business practices, honorable um, speech and compassion for the poor and integrity and much more. And so if you are an entrepreneur, this is really such a valuable source. And I would really recommend you to dive in and to have a closer look at Proverbs, um, but also just at the Bible in general, of course, to, to really understand how you can apply these principles for your life. Um, but today, as I said, we will focus on Proverbs. Um, a, a large part of Proverbs was written by King Solomon. Uh, the person, the wisest person who ever walked this earth. Just, just think about that. Um, and the Bible says that there was never anyone like him before him, nor after him as wise, nor as rich um, as Solomon, the son of David. Um, and today we'll look at Proverbs chapter 31. This is the last chapter of that book. And the reason being... Because in that chapter, um, the king's mother um, gives him some advice on how to look for the perfect wife and what kind of woman would she would actually recommend him to go after. And she 
tells him plainly that he should look after certain qualities within a woman rather than just chasing after the first best woman he comes across, whether she's beautiful or whether uh, whether she makes him drunk or anything like that. He doesn't. He he shouldn't fall for that, but really look for the right qualities within a woman. Now, to be honest, I've come across this chapter many times before, and earlier in my life, I, I used to really read this chapter, chapter 31, and and also some people talking about the Proverbs 31 woman. And I, I really couldn't get what the fuss is all about. I would really just wonder, hey, what what's this all about? I, and I read it, but I couldn't make any sense of it. In my eyes, this was a complete you know, nutcrack, <laughs> because she is just a workaholic, or that is at least that what I could see behind the Proverbs 31 woman. Only recently did I realize that actually this Proverbs 31 woman isn't just, you know, some kind of freakish ideal, which we never can achieve, but that actually there are so many nice lessons behind this ideal woman um, that is painted here and that there are so many things we can draw out as entrepreneur moms and as wives and as people who are trying to make sense of this life and who are so busy. Um, you know what, people who have really a heart for business and are trying to make things work at the same time you love your family, you, you want to do all the things. And so uh, actually this portion of the Bible is truly for us and it holds so much value for our lives. So let me quickly read to you Proverbs 31, starting from verse 10. And as I said, the mother is speaking here to her son, the king, um, and she is giving a picture of an ideal woman. But just imagine that woman for a second as I go through these verses with you. The woman who fears the Lord is the title given here in the version I'm reading. An excellent wife who can find she is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm. All the days of her life, she seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She's not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household are clothed in scarlet. She makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them, and she delivers sashes to the merchant. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. 
She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her works praise her in the gates. Okay. So now, friends, be honest with me. What are your thoughts as you hear about this picture-perfect um, chapter 31 Proverbs woman? Um, to be honest, my first thought when I came across this passage in my life was, wow, this is really a workaholic. And is, is this really the perfect woman? A woman who is close to burnout? And I, I used to say to myself, well, this is not relevant for me. I'm not a um, housewife and this is really not applicable to me. It's, it's not relevant for this day and age. But hey, um, just recently I discovered, no, it is relevant today more than ever. I mean, compare your life, sister, with what this woman is saying or, or what kind of a picture we're getting about this woman. Proverbs begins with um, this verse saying that she is precious. Now, let's just ponder for a moment why this woman is precious. She's not precious for all the things she does or for the things she accomplishes. She is called precious because of the fear of the Lord in her heart. And I just want to read to you quickly what a commentator is saying here about that woman and the fear of the Lord in her heart. The fact that she truly fears the Lord shows that she had a real relationship with him. She was not only a busy Martha who was busy with service. She was also a Mary walking in fear and reverence toward the Lord. The woman who fears the Lord has the character of the virtuous wife. The way the character is expressed will differ according to time and culture but the character itself is universal. God honors the virtuous wife, the woman of wisdom and diligence, and makes her one of the greatest blessings given to humanity. It is her fear of God that enables her to see that real greatness will come to her not through self-centered, uh, sorry, not through self-centered aggressiveness and not through merely external beauty, but through godly devotion and the wholehearted commitment to God's creational intention for her. Let that sit with you for a moment. So what are we missing about um, this really precious woman when we're just looking at her and saying that she's a busy bee or that she's really close to burnout? Well, here's the fact or here are some really valuable um, things and snippets I could draw out from um, this chapter that I'm going to share with you. And I want you to really reflect upon those things, especially in light of your life. So how does the chapter 31 woman compare with you in terms of entrepreneurship, in terms of how she handles life, in terms of 
chores in terms of taking care of her husband and of her children and in terms of just being the person God has called her to be. And so just think about those things as I share my findings with you. Okay, so here we go. Um, Number one, what I found about her is that she is more than just busy. She's not a mere busy bee. She is prioritizing God and her family above her work, her achievement and success. Did you get that actually? Did you, I mean, do you see that in, in her life? And this is something we fall short of so easily, especially as, as women who um, really love to work or good at the things they do, who just thrive in the business environment. We might have the tendency to really overdo it and to just, you know, go for that um, success, go for that praise and go for that um, self-satisfaction gratification we get from from really doing a good job but here we're seeing a different picture we also see that she loves her spouse and has his best interest in mind verses 11 and 12 tell us that she would never harm him and that really gives us a hint that she right after taking care of god she actually thinks about her marriage she prioritizes her husband. She thinks about how she could do good to him. And here is another area we really have to take care of as busy women. Are we willing and open to work on our relationship? Are we willing um, to listen to our spouse, maybe who has had a hard day? Or are we just waiting for him to shut up so that we can talk to him about how busy we have been? Because if that is the way we are doing things, no wonder that things are not going to work out well. So just to, uh, for me, that is just a, a big reminder that, first of all, God is the number one priority. Secondly, I should really invest time also in the life area of my marriage. And then what I really found interesting with her is that it says here that she works with willing hands to find wool and flax. Now, why is that even important? Wool and flax are the supply she needs to process it and then to trade it, to sell it, to make clothes. So here we are speaking about her entrepreneurship or her corporate job, if you if you would like to, to say so. So she is actually taking good care and, and um, being diligent in finding the right kind of supply to make the things she is to make with a good quality. So this shows us that she's not just winging it, but that she's really taking care and, and showing due diligence in the business she is involved with. And then, then the next point I, I really find about her is that she shepherds her home. She rises early to provide food for her household. And she's generous to those who work for her. She plans ahead. Um, we see that she has a natural tendency to nurture and care for the people around her. And that's not just for her family, but also for the people working for her. She provides portions for her maidens. And 
she remembers that God is not just the master of her heart, but that she is that he is also the master of everyone working with her. And so that is another point we really need to bear in mind when we are employing someone, how are we treating them? Are we looking out for them? Are we generous? Are we planning ahead? Also including their needs into our plans. And it doesn't really matter matter whether you're paying someone to help you or whether someone is just helping you without getting paid. We have a duty to, to really look out for those who work for us and to naturally care for the people around us. And as I said, also for our families. It's, I mean, it's no good if you are working all the time, building a business on the side, um, going to church, being in ministry, doing this and that, and totally neglecting uh, your children, for example. Or uh, I don't know whether you have pets, your pets, for example. So we, we really have to um, examine whether we are taking care of the people around us. Now, what I really find also interesting is that this Proverbs 31 woman isn't just content with the job or the entrepreneurship she has, the business she has, and the household and all those things. Um, we also see that she sort of diversifies the risk of losing that business. So what if one day she wouldn't have the business? Would they just be on the road? Well, here we see that she is not just being lazy about her life, but that she is going out to consider different fields um, in order to make an investment. So we see here that she takes time to consider different investment opportunities. She plans in her heart what the field is best used for. What does she want to do with the field? And then she plants a vineyard there herself. She makes use of that investment. She isn't just sitting there idly and, and, and just throwing out money out of the window. Um, she does much more than that. And she sees to it that the merchandise is profitable. She makes sure that she invests the time and the effort needed to keep and tend for a vineyard. And if you don't know this, I mean, keeping a vineyard is really a lot of work. Go read about it if you want to. I do not have a, a vineyard, but I've read about it. And I've come to understand that this is really something that takes a lot of time and effort. So we see here that she is willing to take the time and effort to create an additional income stream for their family. So let's say you are working in corporate and are trying to build a business on the side Make sure that you're not a busy bee, but actually that you are truly investing time to make a strategic decision about your investment. Your time is an investment. Your money is an investment. Chances are that when you started out with your business, that your spouse had to support you um, to invest money in it. He had to support you that you are going to be more busy and going to invest time in it. So give really strategic thought about that. It's not just about 
you know, being grateful for your spouse to your spouse for supporting you. It's it's much more than that. Being a faithful steward of the resources God has given you, being faithful to um, really work that field and work it hard, and especially work it strategically. So the things you do in your day to day business. Are they making you any money? Are they relevant? Or are you spending all your time on, I don't know, social media or on um, trainings, but never putting them to any use? Trainings are good as long as you are putting the knowledge to use. So this is really another takeaway from the Proverbs 31 woman. Now, um, I also find that the Proverbs 31 woman takes care of herself. It's not just all about God and everyone else and serving everyone else. Yes, it is about that, but she doesn't neglect herself. We see that in verse 17, for example, where her arms are strong, she's dressed with strength. Um, It can also mean that she is having some great heroic victories. I mean, there is some kind of physical exercise you have to do for your arms to be strong. I mean, otherwise you will just have flabby arms, right? So what is happening in your life that you are taking care of yourself? Are you taking care of yourself or are you just killing yourself with work? Just think about that for a moment. We also read that she's willing to work in the night. So she's on the spindle. She is um, doing the things she needs to do, not just to get the supply, we have read about the, the wool and the flax, but to process it. She's putting in actually work and uh, bringing value to the process. She is not just selling something um, that she has stolen from someone else or that she has not added any value to it. She's adding her personal value to it and then she ensures that it has the right quality so that she can deliver it on time to the merchants. Why do I say on time? Well, the merchants go on a ship and if it doesn't come on time, um, her stuff is not going to be sold. So we see here that she shuts out all distractions. Um, she blocks out the time for her to do this really important work. And that means she also has to plan her day. And not just her day. I mean, in general, we see that she is a planner. She plans ahead. Everyone knows that in a certain season in the winter, there will be snow, right? So what does she do? She doesn't just make clothes to sell, but she makes clothes for her household. She clothes her household in scarlet. Now, what's with the scarlet? We are not talking about purple color clothes here. What the word really means in the original is that it's a double thickness of a cloth, which means it's it's really warm cloth. And she clothes herself also um, with that same kind of material. She has a bedding for herself. So she's taking care of her family. She's taking care of herself. Again, self-care, not self-neglection. And she's doing all this um, by planning ahead. And finally, we see that she doesn't live for the end goal of making money. And she doesn't live for the end goal of having insane success. She isn't hustling harder. I think this is what we really have to come to grips with. She's not selfish. She opens her hands to the poor. She reaches out to the needy. So here we 
hear about a really, really generous woman, someone who looks well after her household and who looks out for others, who tries to represent God and his glory and his love and his generosity to the people around her. And she is her teaching is of kindness, is what we read. That means she is kind in the way she speaks. And guess what? Her children call her blessed. That means she's also spending time with her children, right? She opens her mouth with wisdom. And today, more than ever, we need to pour wisdom and kindness into the hearts of our children. I mean, those of you who have children in school, do you realize what children come across on a daily basis just by going to school? There are so many things happening in their life and we need to be there for them and it's our role together with our husband of course to to really be there for the kids and but I also think there is a special role for a mom for a woman to pour wisdom and kindness into a child's heart and we see here that this Proverbs 31 woman, she is not going unseen. She is being seen by everyone. Her children are calling her blessed. Her husband is saying that she's an excellent woman. He is known in the gates of that city because of her. So everyone in the city knows about her, that she's not neglecting the different life areas she walks in. She is walking with dignity and strength. She's not complaining. She has a positive attitude about the future. See, she's smiling. So we, we read here that she's laughing at time to come. And the end of all this is her husband praising her that many are beautiful, but that she surpasses them all. And that a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. I especially like the final verse here in Proverbs chapter 31, verse 31. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. Now, what does this mean? For me, I understand it like this. Actions speak louder than words. If you are really giving 100% in every life area, you are going to be seen. Maybe you're not going to be seen by the people you wish that they would see you, but you're definitely going to be seen by God because God is guiding your actions. You can only give your 100% if God is guiding you. And I pray that you will succeed in all the things you do. I know that entrepreneurship, corporate life, family life, and juggling all these things can be so crazy sometimes. So my tip for you, my final tip for you today is look at your current situation honestly. Are you killing yourself? Are you just hustling? Or are you maybe the complete um, opposite? Are you just lazy? Or are you not lazy and not hustling, but are you neglecting other areas of your life? And if you are, repent and remember why the Proverbs 31 woman is precious. She is precious because she puts God first. And she is not bothered about the output. She is not bothered about how many dishes she washes or how many sales she makes. She is bothered about the outcome. The outcome is more important than the output. And actions speak 
louder than words. So I pray that this blesses you and I pray that the Proverbs 31 woman inspires you not to do it all in a crazy way, but to do it all by putting God first in your life. Stay wrapped up in Christ's love. Until next time. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys. So if this show has impacted your life in some way, just let me know about it. And here's the second thing you can do. Take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it over on Facebook and tag me. God bless as you dare to make the change.